Hey, you're listening to Melissa Unscripted, and we want you to know we love our listeners. We especially love when they send us ideas for new episodes they like to hear, and when they subscribe so they don't miss an episode. So share your ideas, hit the subscribe button, and keep listening. Realtors, we're not normal managers or good ones. <laughs> and so, and I've always said, you know, but if you build your business to a certain point, you have to manage people and get people to help you. Yeah. But for so long, you do it yourself. So that's where we're even so work, much worse because we think no one else can do it like we can. So who, and, and it, it makes for such a difficult, <laughs> I don't even know what the word is cluster (laughs) but when you're trying to bring people in to help you I mean the key I think that I've learned and I'm still struggling with is you've you've got to take time to mentor people and help them but also embrace who they are and they they may do it just as good they may have the same rapport they may be just as successful in a different way and you've got to be open to that and they might think things better that's a good lesson yeah I don't think so. (laughs) Let's not go there yet. I'm just kidding. Of course. I think the best advice, wasn't it? Was it Steve Jobs who said that you want to hire people who are smarter than you? Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, smarter and diverse. You don't want to hire the person who's exactly like you. You want to hire somebody whose abilities and skill set is completely different from yours. Oh, yeah. I I was at a conference last year, and it was the, I forget which CEO it was. Anyways, he was talking about diversity in the workplace and how when you have a diverse board, when he says diverse, he's talking about men, women, different races, that those companies are way more successful. Yeah. Um, just because yeah. they bring way more perspective and everybody's a customer no matter what you do. So, Oh, and speaking of, of bad management, we have a guest on this podcast and we hadn't even introduced her or introduced herself yet. So we have right. a third person talking here if y'all haven't noticed. <laughs> Dave, thank you for noticing that <laughs> and, I, and hey guys, because, I'm here <laughs> and, and because you did notice it and I seem to be a little off due to my surgery that I'm recovering from I'm gonna let you introduce Cassie or have or I'm gonna have Cassie introduce herself because I'm, I'm interested in learning all about Cassie um I don't know her okay. that well that's why she's a that's why she's a, a guest on here so we can learn more about her all right. Well, so I will say that I've heard that the key to happiness is lowering your expectations. So Dave, maybe lower your expectations of who I am. <laughs> you sound really excited about it. You're listening to Melissa Unscripted, the show that brings you tips, tales, and the truth about the real estate world. I'm your host, Dave Wilson. And with me always is my partner in crime, Melissa Greer. Um, so my name is Cassie Bustamante and I am a stay at home mom, but I also write a blog about DIY and design and I have a social media, um, Instagram account related to that as well. So I partner with different brands that I, um, you know, do projects for and things like that. Like actually this, this room was one of the projects you can't see it obviously on the podcast, but, um, we worked with frog tape this past summer to do a whole room makeover. So, Hey, I know that. Yeah, and maybe maybe they can be a sponsor. Tape. Yes, <laughs> our next sponsor. Yes, I'll, I'll, Do you I'll have hit a, them up for you. I have some we, connections. We need a contact. <laughs> and then, honestly, I love frog tape. We use it at our house recently for paint. It is the best. 
Now, um, Cassie, you can come on as many times as you want and maybe show us some things. Dave and I are going to start doing some videos. All right. And the world changes a little bit where it's out and about. Yes. I think we're going to start with doing a tour of downtown and do some many different things. And that might be fun to want to come see one of your projects since you've been on. And now, you do you guys supply a maid service first? <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Between now and then, we'll have someone who can clean a house on our podcast. All right, perfect. That's perfect. And, <laughs> and what is the biggest project that you've worked on lately? Um, I think the biggest project we completed it last year, and we actually did hire out for this one, but it would be our kitchen renovation. And okay. Melissa, you know because you were the one to show us this house. Um, right. We bought it. We bought it. It'll be two years ago in January. Wow. And the kitchen was like the major thing that really needed to be redone. We are a family of five. I didn't mention that I have three kids. Um, and um, yeah, there was a very small 24 inch wall oven in the kitchen. And so in order to replace the oven, pretty much everything else had to go because the cabinetry was, you know, not going to accommodate the size that we would need for our family but so you didn't get rid of that cool little coffee area where you <laughs> put your coffee pot did you I mean um, I, <laughs> I, I I tried to salvage it for you <laughs> it was bizarre we, yes. we sat there it's rare that I can't figure something out I mean in a house just because I've gone in so many but we walked in that house and I thought wonder why they did this I guess they could have put a coffee me I don't know it was that yes. way they had built out, I think they had maybe done it themselves. They had drywalled in a little area to make it into a pantry, but the outlet was inside of the pantry and they wanted a coffee bar, which they poorly attached to the wall. So it was falling off of the wall anyways, but then they had cut a hole in the pantry wall so that the coffee maker could reach the outlet in the pantry closet. Wow. Yes. I mean, that's probably, like I said, I do DIY. I try to avoid doing things that scream DIY. Yeah. Uh, how much that's duct good. tape did they use on that project? Because it sounds like somebody who uses a lot of duct tape. I don't even think they anchored things into the wall. Like, I think they just screwed it right into the right drywall. Into the yeah. They're lucky there were no coffee burns that happened. <laughs> See, my, that. Maybe my that's DIY. why they moved out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. My DIY project like that would have been hopping in the car doing the mobile app at Starbucks and I would have been home <laughs> before you ever thought about putting any duct tape anywhere <laughs> so I'll have to keep that in my mind no but I tell you I follow you on Instagram what's your what's your name on Instagram it's just at Cassie underscore Bustamante everyone who's Bustamante. yeah everyone who's listening should follow her it, it it really is as a realtor the minute of course I try and connect with my clients all the time but I've learned so much and I love wasn't there a time where didn't they film you and and your husband were you cooking a meal or pretending to be an anniversary or something was it I've done I've done a few collaborations like that yeah. where they want you know the company will want the people yeah. in it and um and so yeah we've done we've done soup together and that was a collaboration um we've done wine nights together so i mean mm -hmm. i can't complain you know when a company wants to send me wine and pay me to drink it and <laughs> with your on a date <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> i've never had anyone do that dave do you think that's why i'm still single <laughs> I'm just, uh, I, yet again i'm not answering these questions <laughs> We'll answer them later. I, I think right. I've heard your answers to this before, just not on our show. 
So was so Melissa was your agent. So that's interesting. How was yes. that interaction? It was awesome. So we actually really funny story. There is a woman who lives a street over from me, and um, and I knew her through blogging. We had actually traveled this way for a wedding several years ago, and she and I had met up for brunch. Um, and we've just followed each other on social media for all these years. And so when we found out we were moving to Greensboro, I reached out to her and asked her who she recommended for a realtor. And she recommended Melissa. And we had one weekend to look for houses. We were sort of on a time crunch um, and we were traveling from Maryland. Um, so it was, it was a little bit crazy. And we ended up falling in love with this neighborhood that we're in. And the friend that I had originally reached out to lives one street over from mm -hmm. me. So I had to reach out to her and say, I hope you don't mind me socking you and living in your neighborhood now. And so why did you move to Greensboro? Was it a job relocation? Yes, yes. My husband um, had been looking for a new job at the time and we were in Maryland, but we were sort of ready to maybe try something different and move. And we had actually gone to college in this area. We both graduated from Wake Forest many, many years ago. Um, and so when you know I saw a job pop up here, and he applied for it and they didn't respond right away. And I thought, I don't know. I just had this gut feeling about it. So I was like, try again, just try again. You know, they reposted the job and I said, try again. So he tried again. And the next day he heard from them. And the whole time I just had this instinct, like, this is the one, this is going to happen. Um, and so they said that it was either going to be Raleigh, Charlotte or Greensboro that we would end up in. And we were both really hoping for Greensboro. So we're really happy it worked out this way. Don't but you yeah, he's sometimes a, he's the market operator for Zoe's kitchen in this area? Shout out, shout out yes, to shout Zoe. Shout out to Zoe's and they are open and they're safe. So go eat there. I actually <laughs> um and and you can get delivery, like yes, DoorDash delivery. Delivery, curbside, whatever. Oh, it, it's awesome. I eat it all the time because it's healthy and it's yes. good. It's not too healthy, so it's still good. I mean, when you're not right. cooking, you're eating it, right? When I'm not cooking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I had to take a break from my cooking during my recovery process. So if Zoe's I've lived on it probably. I mean, it's just so good. And it's, and it gets here in 15 minutes on DoorDash. I mean, it's the quickest one. I don't even have to give them a shout out. Like, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's working on the sponsor. And, and, and let me just say like. chick, the chicken roll-ups done. I have not chicken roll-ups. Best thing to me. But the Mediterranean chicken is good too. I'm torn sometimes if whether I want something that's a little more healthy or whether it's yeah. like I just want to roll up. But no, I'm I'm a big Zoe fan. We have this thing in our family. It's a cute little story. Is whenever anything tragic happens or there's a funeral or somebody's recovering from something or a breakup, which happens all. I'm the youngest of five, so that happens all the time. So we're like, we have got to have chicken salad. <laughs> it's just like that's what our family thing is. We joke about it. It's like, oh my gosh such and such died who's gonna get the chicken salad that's <laughs> funny we have to have it so zoe's is our number one oh, that's awesome we have some other ones but i mean that's actually when when it's here and then it, it, especially my family in atlanta they can't get enough of zoe's yeah they can't we well, try and as somebody whose husband works in that business i know that when covid first hit we were actually really cognizant of supporting local businesses and we're ordering food you know from a lot of the local mm -hmm. restaurants um but i will say that the restaurants that are chains still provide local people jobs and right. still need, you know, they still need the support too. Yeah. So. That's a great point. We talk about that. Dave and I had Nick from 1618 join mm -hmm. us one time and, and everyone who knows me knows I'm a big supporter of local business. And I, you know, I believe in helping build the community, 
But what you said was so important. They employ our local family members, our friends, mm -hmm. our, you know, our clients, our people. And so you've got to, you've got to support them too, for that reason. And I think, yeah. I think that they're that, and I think Zoe's is probably one of my number one choices like that to do and Applebee's day, right? Of course. <laughs> always, always. <laughs> I have a question for you, Cassie. Yes. So when you move, and this is me being interested in this because I have other reasons and I'll tell you after I ask the question, but how is it moving into a community like this? And you said you're, you know, your job is you, you work from home. So you're not yes. out meeting lots of people and you have three kids and a husband that works like, how was it getting immersed into this community and making friends and, and how'd you go about that or, or were you able to? Yeah. So I will say when we first moved here, my youngest one was eight or nine months old. So the first six months were really challenging and I am definitely sort of an ambivert. Like I, I need my time with people, but I also need my time alone. And I was not having time with people as much because he was so young and we just didn't get out as much. Um, once there was a gym that opened by our house and that was when he was probably about a year and a half old. Once that opened, I started going there and I met a lot of friends there. Um, and actually what really opened the door for me was that I won two seats at a local workshop. And this woman who owns this workshop, it's called Scent Workshop and it's candle making, perfume making, all that kind of stuff. Um, I won two seats. So I took my daughter and she and I just instantly became good friends. And she does a lot to support the community and to support female entrepreneurs. So she actually hosted a workshop that was just for women in business in the area. And she invited me back. And so I went and I met so many people. But I think um, the biggest thing was my own just my own barriers that I had to, I thought, oh, I'm home with the baby, you know, oh, I can't do this. Oh, this is too hard. And once I sort of let go of that and put myself out there, friends came rather easily. You know, it was just being willing to put yourself out there. And I will say, I ended up joining a little play group for my youngest. Um, once I felt like he was old enough to play, I happened to see in one of our neighborhood Facebook groups that there was a play group. And so I asked about it and I 100% will admit that I'm typically the type of person who is like, "Ugh, I'm not doing a mom's group. That's not my thing. It's just, you know, it never has been, but I think that I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I do I them all the time. I do them all the time, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's for, it's kind of a twofold reason. Like number one, I mean, I know that in my head, I'm probably prejudging and going, I don't know that I want to go and talk about mom stuff all the time. And then number two, I'm questioning my own worthiness. Like, am I even a good enough mother to go hang out with these people who are probably way more dedicated? They're so dedicated. They have a play group. So it was letting go. Start drinking though, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that would be my kind of mom group. No. <laughs> so it was, it was sort of letting go of those judgments that I had made of other people before I even met them, as well as letting go of the judgment of myself. Ironically today, I was rolling through my Facebook memories and this memory popped up from my daughter when she was, I want to say in first or second grade, and they had to write down their goals for the year. And my daughter wrote down, I would like to make a lot of friends because everybody deserves a chance to be my friend. And it made me laugh at the time because I thought, look at her with that confidence. But then reading it today, I thought, you know what? 
it's true. If we question our own worthiness, we don't invite those high vibe kind of friendships into our lives. I like that. So, so I want to bring this back around real estate. And I want to bring this back around Melissa too, because I want to put her on the spot via you. Like, how was it working with her when you're, you know, coming from Maryland and you had a weekend to find a house? Is that what you said? Like, she what does was, that look like? What is that whole experience in yeah, a very so, short period? Because we don't have a lot of time. So what I, what I will say, the thing that really stuck out at me is that Melissa was very genuine and authentic and honest. And that's, that can be hard to come by. And when you're moving into a new area and you don't really know the neighborhoods, you want somebody who's going to give it to you straight. And she did that. You know, and she was really honest too about houses that we saw that maybe needed, she felt like they needed more work than, you know, we were really up for, or it was going to cost us more, you know, that would go way over budget. So did she give you a tour of Greensboro too, or just through the neighborhood? Um, so we didn't have a ton of time. Yeah, we were on such a crunch. So she, she made some suggestions about where to go. Cause by the time we finished, we were with her pretty much an entire day. I think we drove, no, we drove down here on a Saturday morning mm -hmm. and we didn't arrive till about after lunchtime. So we basically had only the afternoon to look. And then it was, you know, six o'clock, I think when we wrapped up. Um, so we were trying to squeeze in as many houses as we could, but we did get to see a lot of different neighborhoods. And we, we knew we wanted to be closer to the downtown area. We knew we wanted to be in a certain area. Um, like I said, my kids are older and we actually live very close to the Friendly Center, which is a great outdoor shopping center that our kids can walk. And for us, we thought, well, you know what, when they're old enough to get jobs and what if we don't have cars for all of them, they can walk right over there if they have a job. Or when you make them work at Zoe's. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if they can work there. I don't know if that would be allowed. <laughs> yeah. Cassie sounds a lot like my mother. I just got this flashback because we had to work from the time we could walk, but the, um, <laughs> she always was very cognizant of how we would get to our job that we did not yeah. have yet yeah. because we, that was a given that we would do it. No, it's funny. I, I remember so well the day I met Cassie because I had gone down to Atlanta for the Ed Sheeran concert. Yes, yes. And I remember that because I was like, I can't believe you're meeting with us the day after our concert. And no, I so I, appreciated it. I flew back from Atlanta. Sometimes I drive, but I knew I was going to meet with them. So I flew. And um, of course, you know, I went to the concert and went out after. And, you know, I felt really good that morning. <laughs> really good. And I got on the only, if you ever coming back to Greensboro after a night like that, Popeye's chicken is in <laughs> is in the same gate where you go to fly from Atlanta to Greensboro. So it's always your saving grace. I got yeah, I got Sweet some and fried chicken. That'll be a hangover <laughs> cure right there. By the time I hit my car at the airport, I was feeling good. I thought that chicken, I had a little yeah. bit of diet coke. I'm hair of the dog. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. But no, I always think of when I hear Ed Sharon, I always think of y'all because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you love Greensboro? We do. We are really happy here. And like what you were saying about, you know, exercising even. So where we lived before, it was a lot more rural and I used to run up there, but there were really only a couple of routes that I could take. And right. here there are so many options that are close to the house. Um, so, you know, I'll go run in the mornings and I'll also take the little one out for a walk. And he loves to walk on market and friendly because he likes to see the buses. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so we'll, we'll go walk that way, but there's, you know, we've got all within walking distance right. to our house. We've got the Arboretum, we've got the Bicentennial Garden, we've got the Bog Garden. And we can go to all those places and there's always people getting outside. So no matter what Do you ever, do you ever take them out? 
Do you, uh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, and you can run the na- those neighborhoods too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do most of the time. Yeah, yeah there's so many, get- because there's so many roads, there are so many different ways that I can mix it up. Yeah. Do you ever go out to Lake Brant where, or Lake, Lake Higgins yes. Marina where you can rent the kayaks? We haven't rented the kayaks, but actually um, we've gone, I take the two-year-old sometimes and we just go hike on the little trail, um, the, yeah. the Nat Green Trail up there. Yeah, it's neat. I don't know. That's the thing is we've been trying to, we've talked a lot about what Greensboro has to offer and we did on a couple of things, but I'm just glad. I knew you guys would love it here. Yeah. I really did. They bought a house that was perfect for you though, because it gave you the canvas to do what you yes. do, I think. And it had and, all the rooms that we needed. We needed the four bedrooms and that was right. challenging. And a basement. Yeah. 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 So I can't thank you enough for being on the, our podcast with us. And would you come on again? Like if we yeah, bring I think video? We test and we didn't really get to tap into her DIY enough. So we definitely need to bring her back. Of yeah. course, I'd love to. And and if we, if we were going to do something that would help you and what you do right now or talk about it or, or send out a message, what, what, what helps you? tell us following your blog following you on yeah, Instagram I mean, just just following the blog and um honestly it's all about just social shares and following on Instagram because for me as a business owner the way that it works is basically the collaborations that I get with partnerships and I get those partnerships because of the audience engaging with me right. um, and honestly I really like it when people just come and they say hi especially if they're local I've actually made a few friends through my Instagram account. I actually just met a neighbor last week. Um, I happened to share, there was a great um, vintage yard sale going on in my neighborhood. So I shared it in my Instagram stories. And I said, if you're local and you want the address, message me. Cause of course I'm not gonna plaster somebody's address you know, all across social media. Um, so I had a girl reach out and I gave her the address and she said, oh, that's right down the street from me. And I said, oh really? Then you're right down the street from me. <laughs> That's great. And we ended up going out for a glass of wine. Yeah, no, (laughs) that's awesome. It's awesome. And so that's how Greensboro is. So I think that's the nice thing is it's very open. And and I um, work with Cassie and her family. And of course, I try and follow people, especially the ones I love to keep engaging with. And I look at her Instagram and she had, I mean, she's like, a famous person you've got all these <laughs> no, it's unbelievable Far from i mean it. no her followers are like wow i mean i'm like golly i didn't realize i just sold house to a celebrity okay <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna i hope i'm like, gonna, why hope, was her budget so low then <laughs> no, no, i don't know i figure you know we all you know you, some people don't like to spend all their money <laughs> but, you know, like, okay. so i said i'm gonna follow her but i gotta watch her and see what she does because what she's doing is right and since I followed you, my numbers have grown. So yeah. I have been watching you and learning because it was amazing to me. You had the highest number of followers when of someone I knew when I followed you. So wow. I know you're doing something right. And Thank it's you. been it's been a great experience for me to get to know you. And I we really appreciate you coming on our well, podcast. Thank you. Well, we've we've loved it here. So we're we're really happy that we landed in Greensboro. We, we need to spend more time. time together. That's yes. the only thing. That's what doing this makes me think is yeah, I'm just gonna put you on my list to call to we actually walked by your house yesterday. <laughs> hey, well, I'm I'm working a little part-time right now, but not for long competition, not for long. I'm working a little bit a little bit part-time. So seriously, text me if you're coming by. I might get All dressed right. and walk with you. I'd love that. Oh, sounds good. That'd be great. Thank you so much. And I hate this, but Dave, yeah, I've got to go all the time. I'm right now I'm on my way out to 
mowing my grass. I was gonna, I was practicing <laughs> that all morning. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I've actually, I've actually got maybe a work appointment. Today. Do you even own a lawnmower? No, I've never. Okay. Owned a <laughs> <laughs> no, but but thank you for yes, even asking you. the question. So thanks, Cassie. I think the world and I so appreciate you being on. Dave, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> so we, we should bring Cassie on our Dave and Melissa's day of fun. Yes. <laughs> you For need to sure. come yes, with us. I want to come on the day of fun. Yeah, we're going to have one as soon as we can. And we, we've got a list and you're on it. I, well, okay. I heard you talking about it on your oh, yeah. episode that you did with um, the guy that owns 1618. And oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, how do I sign up to be a part of that? So I love it. This this podcast has become the about that because yeah. we get more we get more comments about can we come with you on that? Yeah. So, yeah, yes. we need speaking of buses, we just need to make it like a big bus tour. I think we can do that. Yeah, yeah we're definitely gonna need a bus to drive this around. <laughs> we're definitely not gonna be driving on our own. No. We'll, we'll find <laughs> something. It might we'll we'll make that happen. It'll be interesting. Anyway, thank you. Everyone have a great day and I'm gonna yes. run. Take right. care. Thank you, Melissa. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Melissa Unscripted is produced by Tiger Moth Creative, helping businesses and nonprofits leverage the power of their story. Find links and show notes at melissagreer.com, and so you'll never miss a show, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And make sure you give us a good rating. That's it for now. See you next time.